0: Welcome to episode 8 of Home Away From Dome. Home.
1: Away. From. Um.
0: Dome. Thicker than water. What is thicker than water? You know, a lot of things, um, goop, um, uh, I'd say milk is thicker than water, um, maybe even soda, um, really most liquids, cause usually just start with water and then add something thicker. Um, but if I had to guess, it would most likely be blood that this episode is referring to. Um, yeah, anyway, let's, uh, let's jump into it. Um, before I get too far in, I did want to mention um, Blue on Blue from a few episodes back. I, I pointed out that I figured out what it means, but not uh, what it actually means. Um, and a big thanks to my mom for, one, listening. That's much appreciated uh but two for uh giving me an actual definition of what blue on blue is uh, it's a friendly fire um and that was my theory um i didn't realize it was an official term i thought they were being clever with the police but um yeah because that episode was about barbie and his uh, troops shooting each other and uh the u.s government firing a missile at the dome Um, a lot of blue on blue which means friendly fire what's an imperfect circle i don't know uh, Lindsay was saying maybe the circle of life.
1: Alice dies. Harriet has a baby, same house, same day. Circle of life.
0: Um, I still think that it's a, the dome in, in that it's imperfect in that it torments people. Um, but it is almost a pretty much a perfect circle, I assume, um, or a perfect sphere. Anyway, uh, what's this episode about? uh you'd think it's all about blood uh i I guess it's a little bit about family relations but it's about water uh no wait that was last week this week is a very similar crisis um there's there's an old story about um wesley crusher on the original or not the original but the next generation of star trek um where nobody liked the character and it's because he was just so great at his job and he'd always save the day even though he was just this little kid, you know, like you'd expect Picard or I don't know, Riker? Somebody else probably Picard to be solving all these problems um, and this is all stuff I've read I, I've only watched a bit of Next Generation, but the, the story I've heard is that uh, when they were writing it, uh, they wanted to write a story where uh, Wesley Crusher saves the day um, and they actually wrote about five or six different scripts as like a version of that um, and they all ended up being turned into episodes and so you know if he'd saved the day once people would be like oh cool he had a little moment but it just sort of got tiring um, I, the reason I bring up that is because I have a theory that this episode uh, and the one before it were both attempts to do the exact same thing and uh, They both start a conflict between uh, Big Jim and Ollie over a finite resource. Um, Nothing from last episode really seems to have mattered. Like, Big Jim blows up a guy. Just, he murders him. And nobody even really mentions it in this episode. Like, uh, all that happens is Big Jim goes, we're running out of something. Ollie Dimsmore has it. Goes up there. Ollie's like, you're not getting it. And then Big Jim brings a brings his forces to the farm it's the same plot beat for beat um this one is a lot higher stakes i can see why they did it second but i honestly wouldn't be surprised if they were both attempts to try and do the same thing and maybe they realized oh shit we gotta do 13 episodes this season all right well we'll do both um anyway yeah so this episode we're gonna see big jim uh, uh start a war the war of chester's Mill or the war for the well um it's it's a very quick war but uh it gets pretty wild uh yeah so let's let's uh let's jump in so the first thing that uh, happens uh junior and big jim uh they sort of start talking to each other so you may remember that uh, big jim kicked junior out of his house uh, junior comes back because uh, there's no set for junior to live in so he's like whatever dad i'm just gonna ignore you because I hate you, um, Big Jim's like. I'll tell you this though, you're no son of mine.
1: Hey guys, just popping in because there's another great quote in this scene that shows just how much of a hypocrite Big Jim is being to Junior, considering he himself just blew someone up in the last episode. I have no sympathy for the Dundee brothers, but that doesn't qualify you to be their judge and executioner and Dundee got what he deserved. Who are you to say who deserves to be punished? This is another great example of what Steve's been talking about, how Big Jim's actions seem to have no consequences for him or anyone, really. The scene ends with Junior basically being told to get lost, and therefore, like many scenes in this series, it had no purpose.
0: Meanwhile, Barbie's digging a grave for, uh, Was what, what, what her name? Alice, uh, Nori's mother, who died in the last episode um he's digging it i don't know like i'm I'm just realizing it's like right outside of joe's place um i don't know it feels a bit weird like if i died i wouldn't want to be buried at the hotel i went to um but you know there's not a lot of great spots in town and i guess joe owns the land so it's all good. and it's it just funny that this is the second grave Barbie's dug in like four days, so he's getting pretty good at it. Uh, Julia actually comments. Nice military corners. And he's like, yeah, I got lots of practice burying your husband, um, but he doesn't say that. Although she does, Julia does say something like, I
1: can't imagine losing a spouse like that.
0: And it's like, yeah, oof, that'd be tough to lose a spouse, you know, Julia. Good thing yours just ran away and wasn't murdered by your new beau. Oh, boo they both work I don't know tell me in the comments <laughs> um yeah uh so one of the bigger themes of this episode is Nori uh, she doesn't take it very well that uh, her mom died uh, one day ago how are you feeling
1: well my mom just died 12 hours ago so how do you think
0: um so she's getting over it um she sort of i don't know she blames herself uh for you know their parents were dropping her they came all the way here to drop her off at a reform school or something like that um so if she had been a better kid maybe they wouldn't be here um she feels pretty sad uh, joe tries to help and she's like i'm not your girlfriend joe i want you to leave and you know it's very calm and Joe's probably like, it's my house. Like, I'm not going to. she's like, leave Joe. And so he leaves. Um, Joe feels pretty bad about all of this. I feel like I'm talking very softly this episode. Hopefully it's still legible. Um, yeah, so that's, that's what's going on on the farm. Joe and Noy are just sort of trying to help each other out. Well, Joe's trying to help Nori. is trying to cope with everything. Um, Angie is, uh, for the first episode, it feels like, not kidnapped or on the run and she's just at the diner you know um, she's sort of taking over as the old diner's uh, owner is now dead um, and that's going okay and Big Jim comes by and they have a talk they, they sort of have like an alliance the two of them which is just funny um, I don't know Big Jim doesn't have a lot of friends um, in this show uh, he had the di- old diner owner who's dead it seemed like he got along well with Duke he was in leagues with the reverend who he murdered. Um, him and Boomer didn't go too well. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so him getting to talk with Angie, uh, you know, it's nice. He gets to talk. Um, and Angie's like, hey, we need food for the diner. Um, also,
1: this is the last place in town with any coffee left.
0: All right. People ran out of insulin in five days. Sure. The town runs out of coffee in five days no like i don't know so many places in town would have coffee people would have coffee at their house and i don't know anyway whatever minor thing uh so she wants to get more food to keep the diner running and jim's like well if we're soon enough we're gonna have to get food from the earth and then she's like, you think this dome's going to last forever? And he doesn't answer because, you know, obviously the dome will last forever and it is impenetrable. <laughs> um, so, you know, he needs water to grow crops. Um, so just like the water episode that we just finished, um, he goes to talk to uh, Ollie Dimsmore. And he's like, hey, Ollie, uh, don't mind that effect that I murdered the uh, boomer. I see you have new buff uh, farm boys that are hanging out behind you. Um, So you're doing okay. Uh, Can can I get some water to grow crops and uh, mutually beneficial? And Ollie's like, no, Uh, you're going to pay. Uh, (laughs) Basically, Ollie isn't going to give the town anything until they uh, renounce Big Jim as their leader. Um, Big Jim... uh, realizing that that isn't that bad for the town, but it's very bad for him, decides that the only reasonable thing to do is rally a militia and invade uh, the the farmers. So that's going to be the big plot point. I actually skipped forward a bit. Uh, I forgot about the police in this episode. So, our favorite police officer, Carter. How about Carter? Pullback familiar? He uh, has a bigger role in this episode. Um, so, junior and barbie and linda are all at the police station and big jim comes back and he's just like linda i need you and barbie come to and so junior waits outside and he walks in and he basically goes we're gonna have to invade the farm go get junior and carter and so junior just had to just, he, like he probably heard him through the door but he wasn't allowed in the meeting um but yeah the, the police are like well we can't just take somebody's farm and it's like, well, I'm the town councilor, and by eminent domain, I'm allowed to take the well cause it's good for the city. And you know what? It sounds legal enough for me. So they all get in and they drive down to the farm. Uh, Carter's there. Uh, Ollie's like, I have 20 farm boys with guns and uh, we're not going to do anything to this wimpy police force. Uh, and they're like, Carter, step away from the well. And Carter doesn't cause you know, he's, uh, you know before this I didn't have a strong opinion on Carter, but you know what? He's a good guy Anyway, Ollie goes to Wendell, break. kneecap. And he gets shot in the kneecap <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's the last we, that's the last we saw Carter in this episode and I really doubt he's coming back So he had a good run uh, Junior also just decides I'm gonna join the farmers because uh, I hate my dad
1: You need any help? How about you take that gun off
0: your daddy? So Linda, Barbie, and Big Jim have to drive back. For those keeping track, that is another win for Linda as uh, the best police officer is this mission. I'm
1: just, I'm just doing my job.
0: This is where things sort of diverge. Big Jim decides that the best way to secure the well is to uh, get the whole town together and uh, literally create a militia that he's going to invade the farm with.
1: Now I'm gonna go round up some volunteers. I'll meet at the diner in an hour and we'll move out from there
0: meanwhile Linda and Barbie think that that's going to cause a lot of uh, lives to be lost and so they go aren't there more wells in town (laughs) good thought process that they should have asked and they're like yeah but Ollie's well sucked all the water up from the other ones they're like well if we destroy this well the other ones will start working again I'm not going to talk too long about this because I'm not a well guy but this doesn't make any sense to me First of all, when they blow up the well, it looks like they just damage, like, I don't know, the top six feet of it, and these wells go way under, so I don't don't know what blowing up a well would do anyway, but it, (laughs) like, I assumed a well was just, like, a hole in the ground that connected to the water, and that by having it i guess it is raising the water underneath it and draining it from other well i don't know i don't i don't understand it's not like a river bend like or a dam or anything like that it's just a hole of getting water and not a lot of it i don't know anyway blowing up the well instantly brings all the water back but and apparently that was common sense because when big jim says are you a demolition expert what if you're wrong contaminate the town's only remaining water supply then we're worse off than we were before barbie's like whatever whatever nerd I'm gonna go save the day anyway so Barbie and uh, Linda go off to uh, uh, try and blow up the only source of water in town on the fringe chance that it helps the other wells Uh, and the big Jim gets the militia together anyway that whole thing goes on Uh, But I did want to talk about... uh, I had a few things in this episode that I think would tie into uh, Domonto. Or, yeah, yeah, that's a good name for the Toronto Dome. Uh, Militias. So, we've established that we would have a pretty sizable police force. But, judging by this show, the real way to get anything done is through cartels and militias. Um, A cartel I'm going to describe as... Uh, let me pick a resource I'm just gonna look out my window parking yeah okay so let's say that there was a resource uh, that everybody needed like parking spots Uh, which you know in the city it's pretty true so according under the dome there's going to be sort of a baron a parking baron who's going to uh, have you know he has all the lots and he's going to get all of his muscular friends and they're going to uh, get stocked up on rifles and secure the area and it will be up to the town councillor so it's or mayor we'd have john tory uh, he will have to rally a militia which will fight to secure the resources so um i assume we'll have to do that for parking was probably a bad example but groceries and um uh, power and really any service that we have um i think that'll be good i think it's good like community building like you really get to know people you work with as you will form a cartel with them that (laughs) controls it from the government um community outreach uh i don't know I, i i think this is a a lot of people are gonna feel like they don't have something they can do that that that's a big issue in our current um, pandemic you know you lose your job you lose a bit of a sense of your identity and joining a militia or a cartel um, and there are choices you know if you want to be a bad boy you can <laughs> join the cartel um, so I, I think that this is something that I'm gonna put down as a big plus um, uh, and I think it would really make the news a lot more interesting. Because I do think news about the Dome will get less interesting over time. Hopefully, unlike this podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, they, they actually do start this fight. and People are just firing their guns non-stop. Only five people died. At least one of them was Big Jim. Um, sorry, Big Jim killed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Big Jim just dies in this episode. Can you imagine? Um... Barbie blows up the well, everybody goes, Well, I'm going home. Literally. Uh Ollie's like, Where are you scurrying off to? Well's blown. You thought we were fighting for you? Fair weather friends, huh? What? They didn't like Ollie? Why? He, he's an old man, and there's 25 of you. Like, I know it's your his farm, but like, what's he gonna do? Take his land? I don't know anyway so the fair weather friends all go home and they're like well i guess we're all gonna dehydrate ourselves uh of thirst the endless thirst <laughs> uh and junior take big jim into his house and he's like uh why did you lie to me dad oh as an aside uh backstory i'm gonna zoom through this uh junior's mom is dead Big Jim said it was a a car crash. It was a car crash, but it was a suicide.
1: My mother died in a car crash. That part's true enough, but it wasn't an accident. It was a suicide, pure and simple.
0: Um, so Junior asks, like, why didn't you tell me, dad? And he's like, well, I didn't want you to think that she chose to die. And then he's like,
1: (sighs) was that the truth? I'm
0: sorry, son. And then Ollie's like, Enough.
1: enough. You got a problem with this? Allow me.
0: Junior just shoots Ollie. I believe you. So that's the end of Ollie Dimsmore. uh, Homophobe number one. Um, He had a good run on the show. Did a lot more than I remembered him doing. Uh, And honestly, the actor, I thought he was pretty good. So, uh, see you later, Ollie. Character I wasn't a big fan of. Uh, didn't, did not do a lot of things that I, I liked, but anyway. Um, oh, and for those wondering, blowing up the, the, uh, the only well in town, it means the other wells have more water. Um, if somebody wants to explain that to me, feel free. I don't understand it.
1: <laughs> it worked. Town's got a
0: reservoir again. That's great news. Not so much for you though. I'm not gonna dignify that with a response.
1: You don't wanna make an enemy of me, Barbie.
0: Um oh by the way, I put in a note that Big Jim instantly acquired fifty dudes. Uh yeah, off screen, Big Jim assembles the militia and it's literally like fifty guys with guns. Um like he did a really good job. Barbie and Linda like were off screen, it looked like having a small chat, and by the time they were back, Big Jim had assembled a pretty strong standing army. Um another point for his leadership abilities in (laughs) town. let's go back to the uh, joe and nori stuff uh so nori is having some issues uh you know her mom's dead uh and angie comes in and she's like hey how's it going and, and nori's like
1: if we stayed in los angeles she'd still be alive so it's the bitch's own fault she's dead
0: angie's like oh you're going to prep or reform school that's where i went and nori's like wow that's pretty cool What are all those snow globes doing? She's like, yeah, I have a lot of snow globes because my friends would go to other towns and then give me a snow globe to sort of rub it in, I guess.
1: I promised myself I would go to every single one of these places. But now, you're in a snow globe. I always thought of Chester smell like a prison. But until recently, I didn't know what a prison really was.
0: So they decide... You know what let's have some fun and they throw all of their snow globes at the globe at the dome Uh, and it's sort of like a fun montage until nori's last snow globe is los angeles her home city and she starts to cry
1: it's my fault she died because of me
0: this made me think about another issue with the dome uh mental health um nori uh is struggling with the dome I do think that most of the residents of Chester's Mill are in a state of shock, and I don't think that's ever going to go away. It's definitely different than what we're going through, like, uh, I would say that COVID is a very slow burn, and Dome is a very uh, quick burn that continuously changes, so there's not a lot of um, downtime to really think about things, and I think that's actually sort of good for most people's mental health in town. Um, They're always thinking about what's coming next. So for the dome scenario, I think we would have very different mental health issues than we would from people being locked inside constantly. Um, I don't know if we'd be able to solve things the same way they do in the dome though. Uh, There's not a lot of snow globes per person. I personally, I think I have one snow globe and it looked like for Nori to feel better she needed at least like 15 snow globes. I think I'm actually higher on average. I'm going to say maybe like there's a half snow globe per person in Toronto. Um, So I don't think we'd be able to throw enough snow globes at the dome. Even if we did, I think that whatever liquid is in a snow globe, I'm guessing it's toxic. Uh, The glass shards, um, wherever we're throwing it at, it almost feels like it's going to create a moat uh, around the dome full of toxic uh, glass shards that line the dome so nobody even wants to get close enough to touch it um which might be a plus you don't want people touching the dome pacemakers explode and ear uh ear enhancers oh my god what are they called hearing aids hearing aids (laughs) um explode as well so might might be a pro um i think we could make snow globes maybe like i'm sure there's like crafty people in town but um i don't know I don't know how we'd want to handle this um, smashing stuff seems to be the best approach you know what maybe maybe we could there's gonna be a lot less people in town or, or no there wouldn't even be less people in town there'd be more people in town I was gonna say we could like turn an empty building into like a smash station um, you know what we'll change We'll change unions or uh union station into like the Smash Zone because nobody's leaving town that way. Um people can bring their own snow globes or similar things and uh I don't know. Could be could be fun. If anybody's ever done like a wreck room or something like that. Not the wreck room, that's no fun. Uh but like a room where you wreck stuff. I don't know. Seemed like fun. Nori had a lot of fun. She did break down crying at the end, but, you know, whatever. It's the journey, not the destination. Um, Oh, The last thing for this episode, the weird mysticism stuff. So I know this dome is something that we're creating um, and choosing to put here. um, But centrally tied into it, I'm not going to go with the premise that I can just ignore the weird mystical stuff that the dome is doing. Um, so that's gonna happen in our Dome on Do as well. I don't know if I like that name, honestly. <laughs> we'll use it for this episode. Um, so in this episode, Joe's drawing a little mini-egg, uh, the, the little egg that's at the center of the dome, and uh, he's doing it in front of Julia, and Julia's like, oh, what's that? And then Joe tears it up, and it's like, nothing. And it's like, Joe, what the what the heck are you doing? You're drawing a picture on a children's menu for no reason. Apparently you want to keep it a secret. And Julia Shumway, the nosiest person in town, is sitting beside you. So anyway, she eventually is like,
1: Joe, you can trust me. And if it's something to do with the dome, we all have a right to know.
0: So they go take a look at it. Um, and when she gets there, she sees Joe and another joe a mystical joe and that joe's like the monarch will be crowned uh the reason i think they did this is because they realized pink stars falling in lines is pretty lame and they didn't have something to do with it so uh the new buzzword is the monarch will be crowned the monarch will be crowned so get ready for that (laughs) um my favorite part of this storyline is at the end uh julia comes back and she's in joe's like yeah nori's not feeling great and all that and i think she's really mad at me and julia's like don't listen to her girls don't say what they mean
1: i'll let you in on a little secret women say a lot of things they don't mean especially at that age
0: and he's like okay cool it's just so like blunt i don't know anyway joe and noria patch things up a little bit at the end of the episode so they're okay you may have noticed one name i didn't bring up in this episode i Um, I think it's just Carolyn Um, I might have remembered her name better if she showed up Uh, her wife died last episode but we don't really need to see her reaction Um, I don't know she's not an actual like. Uh, she's almost like a recurring character honestly because she doesn't have to be in every episode so even though her wife died one episode ago we don't get to see Carol's reaction other than that she's in her room hanging out with the dead body Um, she did that all day any idea when
1: Carolyn and Nori want to bury her? They haven't come downstairs yet. Has Carolyn come out of her room yet? No, she's still up there, sitting next to the corpse of her dead wife.
0: Honestly, a little disturbing. I don't know. I haven't been there though, so who knows?
1: Hey everyone, so there's actually one more semi-main character that Steve forgot from this episode. Now, it's very obvious why he forgot because this character is so calm about the crazy things that are happening around them. I am of course talking about DJ Phil. Now in this episode though, he isn't a DJ, he's part of the militia. Now you might think, what? DJ Phil, part of the militia? Well yes, we get to learn a strange part of his backstory that is never brought up again. Hey with you ever shot a gun before? Of course I have. My dad and my uncles are Marines, so I've been handling weapons since I was a kid. This next clip, though, shows that not only was he a part of the militia, he apparently was so good at tactics that he led a team. So here's Big Jim telling him, Phil, take your group, go over there by the fence. Mm -hmm. Now, you might have missed it, but Phil's reaction was, mm, that is the most casual I've ever heard someone in a mini war scene. You know what, he actually tops himself. In not caring. When later in the episode, during the gunfight, he is shot in the shoulder, and this is what happens. No! You okay? okay. Yeah, it's a bit of a blink and you miss it moment. But he is so casual about being shot that when Linda comes over and says, "Are you okay?" he says, "I'm okay." We do see him and Linda one more time in the episode when she is taking him to the hospital in another scene. That doesn't matter at all when she almost runs into joe with her car as they're leaving the forest and when asked about if dj Phil's okay she responds with he's okay and we cut to him sitting pretty fine in the side of the car with a gunshot wound and that is dj phil's whole storyline
0: um yeah so next episode coming up we're gonna get some more mysticism uh, it's called the fourth hand uh the thumbnails joe and nori and they've got their hand on something invisible i'm gonna guess it's the mini dome hashtag i know it's the mini dome um except now it's no longer in the forest so ooh, what's going on there <laughs> um to be honest I, I forgot to bring this up but i do think the weird mysticism stuff would be great for the town like i think it would be almost like an alternate reality game like it'd be a lot of fun like you go on reddit and it's just like guys i found a little dome and it's in the dome and then like you know maybe the whole town could vote on what you want to do with it like hit it with a hammer or say open sesame i don't know i think that'd be fun so we'll get to see more of that next episode um yeah that's that's about all i had to say for this week sorry for the bit of a delay there um no good reason But I am sorry, and we're going to get back onto a quicker schedule. Um, Yeah, hope things are going well, and uh, signing off from Chester's Mill. Bye.
1: Hey guys, hope you're not sick of my voice yet. I'm back for a third time this episode. We have some out-of-context clips again, but because we have so many, I've decided to put them all together with still zero context, and Steve has dubbed this the out-of-context cavalcade of clips. So here we go it's pink it was black before i'm pretty sure you're thinking about a bed same shape now get this through your heads the only objective is the well promise me you won't kill him. because i want to do it if we weren't so short-handed by the dome i would have fired your ass there is no more theirs and ours because of you five people died we've seen some things today Have been testing the limits of my comprehension. Hope you enjoyed that. Bye!